You are listening to the Thriving Empire Podcast Season 3, How to Find a Remote Job. So if you're a highly skilled human ready to ditch the office and the clutches of the commute and instead work for an awesome company right from your kitchen table or a co-working space or wherever in the world, you're going to love this season. I've created the ultimate resource bursting with actionable tactics and tips for finding a remote job as well as a smooth transition to the remote work style so that you can enjoy more freedom and flexibility in your work and in your life. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, marketing strategist and consultant, traveler, coconut macaroon addict, and remote work obsessed. Let's get started. Well, hello and welcome to episode 75 of Thriving Empire podcast, where we are going to talk about how to prepare for a remote interview. Now, this is pretty exciting since it means you've made the initial shortlist and they're really excited about what they saw in your application and they are looking forward to meeting you. You're a potential fit for their business, for their company, for their team, and they want to know a whole lot more about you. Now, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. If you're a regular, thank you for coming back. I'm so excited that you're enjoying the show. And if you get value out of the show, I'd love you to tell all your friends and colleagues about it and rate and review it on iTunes. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. And also, don't forget, you can work with me one-on-one. I offer 30-minute remote career consults where we put together a bespoke remote job search strategy for you. Just head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash career consult for more information about how to book. After we meet, you're going to know how to position yourself as the ideal remote candidate, the top five places to look for the right remote remote roles for you, and feel 100% confident to apply and kickstart your remote career. So your application was received, read, liked, and you've made it to the shortlist. What happens next? Now, even though there might be a few steps in between applying and getting invited to interview, Once you've been invited to interview stage, everything switches gear and this is where it becomes a lot more personal. Because up until that point, you're just a name and a bunch of qualifications on a page or maybe even a three minute video if you've included that as part of your application. We talked about that a couple of episodes ago. But now you are really gonna be front and center and you really get the chance to suss each other out for career opportunity and fit. Because finding the perfect role is about you choosing the role, not just waiting to to be chosen as in any great relationship. And just quickly, what do I mean by steps in between? Well, there seem to be a lot more stages to to jump through these days before you get an invitation to interview in between um, applying and and interviewing. A while back, actually not a while back, in January 2020, I got through three rounds of questions and quizzes with a company before the coronavirus hit and they decided to put the role on hold for a while. Now, after the initial application, they sent an email with 10 follow-up questions, which they requested a response to in 48 hours. And then, they, uh, I got through that round and they invited me to the next stage in their process, which was a free Myers-Briggs personality assessment. Now, the results of that assessment, just as a, a side note, <laughs> were really ridiculous. I mean, it just wasn't my personality at all. And it really led me to question the company's approach to hiring and perhaps also other aspects of their approach to business. But that's a whole other story. But anyway, regardless, however many stages you need to get through to get to the interview stage, um, it's time to celebrate but also to get ready. Now, there are three steps to prepare for, right? 
One is making sure you've done some really great research about the company so that you can liberally, spontaneously, and flawlessly pepper the conversation with your intelligence about their business, their market, and their mission. The next is making sure you feel super comfortable and confident with the comms platform that you'll be speaking to them on, whether it's Zoom or Blue Jeans, Jeans or something else. And the third step is preparing the right questions to bring to the conversation that really demonstrate that you're an ideal remote candidate. And we're going to discover that third step in the next episode or this show would be way too long. So let's get started. Step one is to do thorough research. So what research do you need to do before the interview? Now back in episode 68, which was all about the 10 things to do before you apply to a remote company, I recommended doing a number of things before you even apply to make sure it's the right career opportunity and culture fit for you. So you can go back to that episode for more detail, um, but I'm going to summarize right here. And even though it's like 10 mini steps, it's really just a 20 minute scan, though it does sound like a lot. So you're going to head over to the company website. You're going to look at their about page and their story. You are going to navigate around their website just to get a general feel for it. You're going to look at their careers page, look at their blog, check their media page if they have one, check out customer reviews. You're going to subscribe to whatever freebies they have, buy their product and service if you want to, if you can, head over to their company page on LinkedIn to have a bit of a, a scooby over there and check out their social media. Now, essentially what you want to do is really to go back to those areas that you scanned through before you applied with a slightly deeper dive and take a few more notes so that you can begin to formulate questions and then when you're in the interview you can really draw answers from what you know deeply about the company and the initial thoughts and feelings you had when you were doing that initial 20-minute scan but you really want to make sure you have a really clear handle on the following specifically or at least be able to formulate questions to help you clarify if anything is unclear, because that also just shows that you're super interested in understanding more about them and what they're trying to do. So you really want to make sure you have a handle on their company values, vision, and mission. Um, you want to know what, how they talk about themselves and what they do in the media and how they're spoken about by the media and their audience and their customers. You want to read their blog, note down questions or significant um, news that you can mention that, that affects their business or their operations. You want to check the bios and LinkedIn profiles of the interviewers, the hiring team, other people who work at the company. Note down any commonalities, especially uh, between you and the people that who, who are going to interview you. And then you also want to get a handle on, you know, are you the right culture fit? Are you going to add something to their culture? That's what we mean when we said are, when we say, are you a culture ad? Uh, you want to look at their careers page, look at their blog post company culture articles, all of that. Okay, so do a deep dive, make sure, make sure you got a really good handle on say, if they were a person, you're kind of got sussing out their personality, what they're up to, what they're all about, what they believe in, um, before you want to get to know them better. And I usually spend about an hour on this step pre interview. And then you're ready for step two, which is to prepare the tech, right? So the hiring manager is going to clearly specify the details of the call, including who will be present on the call during your interview, what format or structure it will take, how long it will last, and what platform, system, or tool you'll be using for the call. Now, there are so many, and many you'll be familiar with and will have used before, and some you won't have used before, but that's all good because you are going to practice whether you're familiar with the tool or not because complacency 
is not your friend in this case, right? Just because you feel like you've done, you used Zoom last year, don't assume it works the same way. There are constant software upgrades and updates which change very, very, very the simple basics of how you use a system. So you don't want to get caught out by that. Now, whether it's an audio or video call, you are there, there's like four steps to do to prepare, right? You're going to think about where you're going to do the call. And I actually recommend doing it where you're going to be working day to day anyway when you have the job. That's just so that you can see how easy it you it is to use where you intend to work as this will be the platform or tool they use for all of their calls and meetings company-wide. It's very rare that they're going to use a different tool than they use in their day-to-day -day operations. So you're also going to see how your bandwidth stacks up to this platform usage and whether you need to get a boost from your, from your internet provider. Secondly, you're going to download the system or tool ASAP if you don't already have it and check for software updates immediately. Don't leave that to the last minute. You may have download issues or you may need to clean your laptop, create more space on it um, in order to make space to download the, 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 the system. Okay. Number three, you're going to check the system requirements so that you make sure you have the right bandwidth. So for example, Zoom system requirements, you just need to Google Zoom system requirements are as follows. Minimum bandwidth is 600 KB. Mbps up and down, and recommended is 1.5 Mbps up down. So check your internet bandwidth using a tool called Speed Test. Um, it's it's an app on the App Store on iPhone and Android, and it's also a web app, speedtest.net. Um, really easy to download, and you just press go, and it will tell you your upload download speeds. And then four, you're going to practice. Practice with your mom, practice with a friend, call someone, make a call, make an audio call, make a video call. Make sure you can run it flawlessly, easily from start to finish. Make sure you're visible, make sure you're audible. It's so simple, but it's so easy for things to just get effed up on the call, okay? So just practice beforehand. Now, if you're preparing for a video call, here are some things I recommend. Design your background. So tidy up your background, make sure it represents you. Um, I mean, it's kind of a problem. If you're a messy, messy mooch, then you're, okay, you need to tidy up anyway, okay? That's all I have to say. But think about what you want and don't want in the background that really represents who you are, what you bring to the table, what you'll like to work with, you know, what this experience of working with you is going to be like. Two, think about your lighting. Make sure you can be seen. Don't be hiding in a dark corner. Be visible. Be well lit. If you don't have a window in front of you and behind you, or at least somewhere, make sure you have a blue hue light bulb in a lamp in front of you so that you can be clearly seen. And three, make an effort to look your best. You know, wash your face, highlight your best features, use makeup if you want to. Video is supremely unforgiving, which is why lighting is important. But brush and floss your teeth. Wear your best clothes. Iron your shirt if you're wearing one. Accessorize. Give them a real experience of who you are at your best, the person they'll be working with. This really matters. It all contributes to the experience of what it will be like to work with you. And then, my friend, you are ready for step three, which are the questions to ask in a remote interview, which demonstrate that you're an ideal remote candidate, which we are going to talk about in the next episode, because I've already given you plenty today. But anyway, I hope this starts to help you feel confident and to help you diligently prepare for your audio or video interview from a very practical standpoint. So crack open the checklist and notepad called Worksheet 22 in the podcast study pack. And if you don't have the podcast pack yet, don't worry. You can grab your copy at, in the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 75. So that's it from me this week. I'll see you next week on Thriving Empire Podcast. But until then, keep living and working on your own terms so that you can build your career and the life you really want simultaneously. I'll see you next week. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire. I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me. Now, if you're not subscribed already, head over to stephanieholland.co, that's C-O, and sign up right on the page so that you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I have a favor to ask you. Would you rate and review it on iTunes, please? Just search Thriving Empire on iTunes. Click subscribe, then ratings and reviews, and you'll be asked to give it a star rating and a quick sentence or two on what you think about it and what you think about me. Now, this will really help other people find it too so that more people can build their career and create the life they really want simultaneously. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and see you next time on Thriving Empire.